welcome to this episode of Azula, and today's guest is Jess. Hello. Yeah, what's up? No, e. <laughs> oh my God, Jess. No, we haven't even started episode. I'm cringing already. Hi. Okay, hi. Please introduce yourself. No, that was good. <laughs> no, it wasn't good. Okay, okay, we do our turn. Hi guys, welcome to this episode of Azula, and today's guest is Jess. Hello. Hello. <laughs> oh my god, she seems very nervous. I'm nervous lah, because I know what, what topic we are talking about ma. Okay, before you go into the topic, maybe you introduce yourself first. Uh, hi, I'm Jess. Don't call me Jesslyn. <laughs> okay, Jesslyn. I'm a video producer from The Smart Local. So speaking of TSL, the reason why I kind of asked you to do this video today uh, is because you've been very vocal on TSL a lot about LGBTQ plus community and as well as yourself. Yeah, and yeah. also have mentioned that you're part of this community, lah, mm. right? So I feel that Jess has not gone into the specific details about her life and her own personal experience as much on TSL. So I took the opportunity, I was like, hey, come Zula, then you share. I was just waiting for this opportunity. <laughs> oh, okay, 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 I understand, understand. So I, I, I hit the right timing last. So my first question is, what do you identify as? You know, being part of this community. I don't want to be identified as anything. Okay. I think I say that in a lot of the videos where we talk about LGBT, right? And the first thing I say is I don't want to identify myself as by lesbian, am I a her or he or either or they are, them, whatever. I think, to me, it's not important how I label myself. As long as I'm comfortable the way I look, I don't really care how people perceive me as la. But, fuck this, if you really want to put this, maybe I can consider myself as uh, bisexual. Okay, okay. So, I mean, you don't want to label yourself, I think that's fine mm -hmm. because that's that's a personal preference after all, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. I guess we want to bring it all back to when you kind of realise that mm -hmm. you know, it was a little bit different from you growing up. Maybe the expectation of the norm is like girls like guys, right? When you yeah. grow up, this is the expectation, this is what has been taught to you mm -hmm. since young. So when do you realise that you don't actually follow this typical Normal, path? Typical. Yeah. Uh, so I realised that about myself when I was primary two. Okay was very very young. So how that realization came about was when I had feelings for for my very good friend. Uh, I'll consider a best friend at that point of time. Uh. When I realized that I have feelings for her and that kind of feelings is like I would imagine mm, kissing her, that kind of mm. that kind of image right in my head. And it's very it's very um, daunting when I had that realization at such a young age. So I knew for sure that, oh shit, I'm not normal. Like why why do I think about this kind of thing? But I decided to like just kept that thought within myself. Long. There is no one to talk to mm -hmm. because 16 years ago, this kind of topic is so controversial. Mm. No one talks about it, mm. especially especially in Singapore. And because at that age uh, and at that time, internet is not accessible for me. Oh, that's true. It's not easily accessible. Yeah. So, where do I look up on uh, about the like this kind of information from? Uh? Then there is no way. Yeah. And obviously, I'm not gonna talk to my friends about it. Mm. They, I'm I'm just gonna get bullied or gonna get um, discriminated lah. Uh. Yeah. So the smart thing to do was to just keep quiet all the way until I was secondary school, where mm. where technology is. A bit more accessible for myself. Yeah. So I did research la. back then. Tumblr was a thing. Oh, so Tumblr yes. was something that I really like. Who well, I research a lot on because there is, um, there is a lot of Americans uh, like LGBTQ community, right? 
their 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 community there is so strong and so um, loud. They're very open about They're it. They're very open right? about it. So they put all those information on online on mm. Tumblr, and it it opens my perspective, law that like oh actually I'm not alone in this world, la, yeah. Like that and then but then that also scares me because there is always good side of the story like being comfortable in your own skin but there is also the scary side which is being discriminated um, not having equal rights but I knew I, I knew about this when I was also young and in secondary school I still didn't dare to to, to open up even the slightest bit about my like maybe masculinity mm. there was one point when I was in sec 3 I got together a sec one a sec two or sec three. I got together with my boyfriend. During the relationship, I continued uh, researching on LGBT stuff mm. on, on, on on my phone. And because when I was together with him we were very close. So he know like my password to my phone and shit like that. So oh. it and and I'm very open la. Mm. But I on that, that day, that rare day where I forgot to to close my windows. <laughs> He wanted to use my phone, just like, okay, go, go ahead. But I forgot that I, 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 I didn't close the window and he, he opened up my, my safari and he saw the first the first web page was uh, LGBTQ something, some Tumblr lah, with girls kissing and shit like that. And I think if I remember correctly, he's, he asked me like, hey, what is this? Okay. Then the moment where I like reached over and, and I picked right on my phone, then I was like, Mm. Shit. Mm. Then I was very rescued. So I just like But I don't know why but we managed to brush it off like quite instantaneously. Like mm. just immediately okay you brush it off. So I just say oh or like nothing lah. I just I was just accidentally click on it. Okay. I didn't want him to suspect anything. In the end he suspected that. Yeah. But he's a person that don't confront. Mm. Mm. So it was a topic that we have never talked about. Right. Only until the video that we did with TSL. Oh. So okay, so okay. so there, there, we talked about it but it wasn't on on it wasn't cut into the final cut. La. So I I brought it up to him and then he said that oh he never he never thought much about that that particular incident. But then he said that he he knew that I would during that, that relationship with him, right? I had feelings for my senior. Ah, yeah. but then okay. Then my question is like, why did he choose to continue in the relationship if he knew that, you know, it was not necessarily like how other relationships were, or maybe y'all didn't have an expectation of what the relationship was supposed to be? Is that I think guys, I'm not trying to generalize like how guys. Think, sure, sure. But maybe for him at the age, maybe mm-hmm. he's a bit. Uh, he don't think much more into oh, okay, it. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, so he, he he will take it as like what I said lah, like oh it's just accidental. I I, mm. I chance upon this uh, Tumblr, then yeah. I just didn't didn't off it yeah. after that. So he thought it was just an accidental act, and then he never go and confront me about it or talk about talk to me about it lah. And yeah. and when he thought that I had feelings for my senior, which is true. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank God he never bring that up lah. But I think he would, in in his head, is probably like, oh, he she's probably very comfortable with her. She's very good friends. They are very very good friends. So I guess the way, how I acted towards that senior that I had feelings for is very normal. Mm. So okay. before him, there is also a couple of guys that I, wow, I that I see. What a player! Like, no, because I <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. 
No, because when I stepped into secondary school, right, I knew that this part of me, it's, it's being suppressed. Mm. And I want to fit into the norm. Mm-hmm. So I forced myself to like, okay, so girl and girl cannot, right? It's not normal, right? So I forced myself to to like guys. Yeah. So that's why I, I started seeing guys sec 1, sec 2, sec 3. They're all different. Uh, not a player. It's really just like figuring myself out. Yeah. If I'll compare my relationship with my other girlfriends, right, who is also in a in a relationship with a guy, they are always doing, you know, those couple stuff like oh, kiss, ah, hug, ah, hold hand, ah. It seems normal to them. Yeah. But then I cannot bring myself to do it. So in that relationship, in your longest relationship in secondary school, right, you weren't intimate in any sense. Um, we 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 like okay, got hug. Okay. Yes, but that is the max that I can remember. Oh, okay. okay. I mean, I do have some days where I wanted to be like slightly more than with my partner. Okay. Like, I do hey, have days like Give that. me an example of why is that. <laughs> do I really like sit closer, treat him nicer? Oh, uh, okay, okay. I just but wanted if you, to. <laughs> but if you really watch that video that I did with him, right? Yeah. On, on, on um, TSL YouTube. Yeah. The entire relationship that I that I explained, right, to, to the viewers was very. Platonic more than anything. Seems very platonic lah. Yeah. yeah, okay. No, no. I got it, I got it. I came to a conclusion that I loved him as a friend, mm. but nothing more than that. So you say you got feelings for your senior, right? Yeah. yeah, then do you act on those feelings with your senior? Uh, very minimal, yet questionable. For, for, for like, hetero people, they would think that, hmm, why is this girl doing this? For another girl. Okay. So, for example, like uh, buying her like drinks, uh, uh-huh. like, like taking extra questionable care for 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 for, for a seat. Questionable care, but I get it. Yeah. You like, is it like you just treat the person better and then yeah. like always? Like, there is always mm. this biasness towards that. Side. Right. Right. So, do you end up confessing to your senior? No. No. But okay. everyone knew. Oh. About it. So after you realize you had this emotions and feelings towards people at a later stage in your life lah. When did you kind of come out to the people around you? Or did you ever have someone that you went to talk to about mm. these things? After secondary school, like I said, the suppressed emotions was mm. like overflowing, right? Then that's when I transi- I transitioned into poly. Ah yeah. Right? I go into poly and I knew that, okay, <coughs> this is an entirely new environment. So, stepped into poly and I knew I wanted to like, you know what? Fuck it. Just... It's a new, fresh start. Scrape everything that I was and be the real jazz. Mm. I met a, a few friends from design school. La. They were... We, we got close. Then we... There, there, there was... Wow, why, why am I stammer, stammering? Ah? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so, uh, we were... We were working on a project together. Wait, wait, who is who is working on a project with who? Who is this person? Like, my batch of, of, oh, of friends. Oh, your friends. Okay, I was, yeah, I was friends. like, we were working on like, oh, your, yeah, yeah. your new girlfriend? Like, what oh, happening? No, 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 okay. no, no, no. <laughs> batch of friends. Then we were rushing for a submission and then somewhere we start like HTHD. Because all girls, ma. It was my turn to share. Then I think my friend asked me like whether I was in a relationship. Mm. Then I said no. Mm. Then I just say, oh, like, I think I might like, like girls. Mm. Yeah. Then, then I have this one friend that I want to shout out to, Mavis. Uh-huh. I love her. Okay. She was the reason why I could really accept myself mm. and like be, you know what, fuck it. Let's just be the jazz that I've always wanted to be. You're not the Jesslyn, you're the jazz. I'm the jazz. <laughs> yeah. So she was the driving force la, for yeah. me to be who I am today. 
she just said that you know what just fuck everyone else don't 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 care about what other uh, has to say about you or think about you be whatever you want to be that's when i like saw enlightenment like a light at the end of the tunnel like wow like a bit cliche okay a bit cliche but really all is i give it to them for for being for being um part of the reason why i'm like how how i am like today mm. yeah so that's when you kind of accepted you know that mm. this is how you want to be mm. moving forward right we talked a bit about how your friends kind of motivated you to go in that direction yeah. but i mean aside from friends there are also other people around you for mm. example like your family mm. oh we need to go there family K- kind of going the direction i was trying to steer the conversation <laughs> there okay. i mean i'm quite close to jess so she has shared with me also about how open she is when it comes to sharing about this with like a family i think you mentioned also that you never haven't really come up to your family oh, yes. directly yet, yeah. right? I've never come up to them officially. Yeah. If I have to put it that way. They they found out about my first relationship with a girl uh back when 2014. When okay. I first had my girlfriend mm-hmm. Bonnie lah. It was a shit show man. It was a build up like suspicion about this relationship that I had. Uh no no one in my family knows about it, mm-hmm. including my sis. How I know my girlfriend back then was yeah. Handball. Ah, okay, okay. We okay, were okay. in the same team. Yeah. But then I keep, I keep denying it. I say like, oh, she's just a very, very good friend from handball. Mm. And my mom hated handball. Because of that. Because of that. She don't see like my love for that sport. She just immediately associate handball with me being not straight. It strained the relationship a bit. I had to constantly lie. Even now, even like after that relationship, I still have like two more, right? I had to lie, keep lying about it. There was one day mm. when I was together with my first first girlfriend, right? We were waiting for bus lah, so that I can like send her to the bus then I went mm. to school, right? Then it was under my block. I wanted to lean in for a kiss. Mm. Who knew? Someone walk walk behind me. It's this two figure that was very familiar, which is my parents. You are me. Oh gosh, okay. I'm my ex. Okay. No, so, we're so, okay. So you lean, you lean. You fuck ah, face. Ah. I, I wanted to, to, okay, to kiss okay. her on the cheek. Lah. And then, so then, then, then. my peripheral like, vision, right? Yeah. I saw my parents. Nearly ready, eh. Nearly lean in ready. Then I'm like, okay, fuck. Then I, I, I quickly like back up. Mm. I could see my mom's face. It's like, like, I am fucked. But then I like okay you know what maybe this is the time to like be truthful. Mm. So I went home. If I remember correctly, there were no conversation about it at all. Mm-hmm. It was so awkward. It was so weird. Like I wanted to address it. I was ready to address it, but then no one wanted to talk about it. Then a few days later, I made one fucking stupid mistake. I SMS my mom instead of my girlfriend. Baby, I'm home. Oh shit! And then, I woke, and then after that, I I look up. Fuck, mommy, mommy, cha. God, oh no! <laughs> I start giving a lot of lies. I say that oh, that one was my friend. Like my friend used my phone, supposed to send it to her girlfriend or shit like that. And that was it. Like the day the after that, I I purposely went home to have read it. Like, cause I didn't want to come. Have that have that conversation with my parents until the next morning. My mom came in. She say that why are you like that? Why you have this kind of like relationship? You know that like, this is wrong. And she say a lot of nasty stuff, ah, which I 
don't wish to say it now lah. Okay. Then she said that she couldn't sleep the entire night because she was thinking about this. Then I said, I'm sorry ah. Then that I, 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 I cried because it was, there was so much emotion. I just said that, why cannot, why you cannot just accept me the way I am? Mm. Like if I'm happy like that, then just accept me lah. Then I bet she keep saying some nasty stuff. Then we couldn't come into a compromisation. Mm. So that that conversation just left hanging. It lasted for we we kept having small conversations in between for an entire week. Mm. With my sis involved, with a lot of crying involved. Mm. My mom also cried. My sis also cried. I cried, and then I asked my sis like, I apologize first. Mm. I apologize to her for being who I am today. Like why I'm like that lah. Then after that, I asked her like. What do you think about this? Mm. How do you feel knowing that your mimi is like that? And then she she was crying and she said that she was a bit disappointed mm. at first. But then she said like, what can I do? Mm. You are my sister after all. <laughs> cry, cry, shit like <laughs> cannot, I cannot control. Of course, like it's my first time talking to them about it, especially my sis. Yeah. There was one day I was having lunch with my dad. I wanted to like tell tell my dad about it. Then, before I could open my mouth, yeah. he said that you know this kind of thing is wrong, right? Then I like zoom, swallow <laughs> everything. everything I I don't dare to say. I wanted to start a conversation with Daddy. I think I don't want to lie to you, but I am like my friend is not just a friend. Yeah, I want to say that. But after he started a conversation first, I just swallow everything mm. and I just say like. Just kept quiet. Then comes Chinese New Year. It was okay. two or three Chinese New Years ago where I cut my hair short. I was 180 change like my look from from the previous Chinese New Year. I was long hair. Yeah. Dressing all feminine and shit. Oh, you went dress everything and go Chinese New Year. I oh, wore body cons last time. <laughs> yes, I remember this in the TSL video. You said that you had to wear body cons. Yeah. I think my body last last time damn nice. Oh, sure. <laughs> my relatives didn't receive it very. Very well lah, mm. or like they got no filter. They so just, they just say? They just ask my mom like, Hey, you got son ah? Eh, tamada, you, you see me how many years we used to ask my mom Oh my god, son. so insensitive! insensitive. At that point of time, I felt very very bad. Cause your mom had to deal with it, right? Yeah, and because after the first the first day of visiting, uh, we went home, then mm. she confronted me about it. I was so guilty that I had nothing to say. I wanted to tell her that, you know what, maybe the second day I don't go lah, to save your face. To, to save you from all those questioning. It was a very, very tough Chinese New Year. To the point whereby I had a bit of PTSD for the next one. A part of me want to run away, a part of me don't want to run away. Maybe give them some time to mm. be okay. The second year, she decided to control my hair. I was quite miserable during the Chinese New Year. Then whenever my family talked to me, I would always look down. So it was quite horrible. To the point whereby my sis came into my room one day and asked me like, why when I talk to you, you don't dare to talk? To look at me in the eye mm. and just say like, sorry ah, like all this pressure, mom controlling the way I look, wanting me to fit into the norm. Then I don't know how to express my emotions. I'd rather stay at home, lock myself in a room, and just not see the world. Then my sis realized that, oh fuck, like, like wow, maybe become like that. Yeah, yeah, because I even expressed like. I even tell her, I even share with her my, my suicidal thoughts. Mm. Like I really wanted to leave. Mm. Then 
that's when my sis told my mom about it. That's when everything started changing mm. for the better lah. You can see a, a very small, slow, gradual improvement. Mm. I, I think I never said this before, but she is my strongest pillar mm. of support. Mm. Mm. And That's because good. of this entire drama, uh, I would say that we got closer so lah. And it was so heartwarming, like slightly a, a weight off my shoulder when I'm, I can finally talk about this to my sis. Mm. I think it's always important to have that family conversation. Yeah. Because I think no matter how much if you want to talk to your friends or talk to people around you, I think it helps but you know, it's just something about family that is different. But I would say that until now, I still don't need to talk about my sexuality with them. Like not in like an open, direct, like here on the table, yeah. this is who I am. But it's, it's just like there, you both have accepted it and you're just content with how yeah. it's been accepted now. Mm. I feel like every family or every person has different ways of accepting people's realities or so. Now that we kind of talked a little bit about your family, mm. and which is like kind of the bulk, or uh, big part of your life lah. You shared quite a bit on YouTube also. Mm. So what made you want to come out a little bit more publicly on YouTube. I don't know what is the driving force to be honest. I want to have diversity. I mean the only way to di- diversify is with my story also. Mm. Talking about uh, homosexual relationships. That was the start of of everything. Mm. That I became more like a stronger advocate. Yay. Like online. Yeah. I don't know this is how many how many videos I've done about LGBT. But Every single time I do right, I always fucking scared mm. to talk about it. I don't know what will, what's the outcome like. Like something's gonna change and then you yeah. then scared to deal with it. Yeah, like all oh, my parents yeah. chance upon this video. I understand. I don't know, like one day maybe I wake up there, I felt that I needed to, to put my story out there and then to to impact those those who are struggling. Yeah. So just now I said that I'm very scared that my parents will watch this, right? Yeah. But I low-key want them to watch. Mm. And I low-key want them to see the comments of how many people that look up to me and like they relate to my stories. Mm-hmm. And like how many people I'm like trying to save lah. I would mm. say save. Because all the DMs that, 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 that were coming in, right, were all like suicidal shit, depressive shit. Mm. And it's very, very sad. And I hope my that if you watch this, like every time when I'm on my phone, right, I'm most of the time I'm like talking to strangers who needs a listening ear. La. And I hope that you know at least this part of me, you are proud. I don't want uh, those people who were struggling, who yeah. are struggling with similar situations as I, I, I was, right? Yeah. To have no one to look up to. Yeah. Yeah. And it, because it sucks to be in that position mm. where you you just wanted like like advice just someone to relate to your stories and know that you are not alone yeah and i want to be that person mm. to like to share yeah moving on with like the rest of this topic it's a bit about now so that's like in the past we don't want to talk a bit about your life now okay share a bit about your dating experiences uh, for those okay. people who you know maybe curious about it maybe don't know how to start so i have been in three relationships mm-hmm. with girls. They are all within my close proximity. So I like dating people who I have met before already. Mm. I used to hate the idea of dating apps. Okay. I'm always very skeptical of people online. I always end up falling for straight girls. <laughs> or girls who are experimenting or girls who are bi. There's Why? always a tendency of them going back to guys. It's just like how Renee always like fuck boys lah. We know what's bad for us. But we always fall into that. Mm. 
So I can foresee the next one will have similar issues but one thing that I learned from my previous relationship is do not rush into things. Mm, do mm. not if you are if you know that your partner is not ready or if you know that you are not ready to like come out or like even talk to your parents about this relationship you're having right and then give some time. Mm. But the next the in, in, in my next relationship I know for sure what I want to do is to share it with my sis. Mm. That's good. At least you kind of like analyze yeah. and then kind of like okay this is what I can learn going yeah. forward. So. Speaking of dating right and you know um, going on dates mm. how about being public with your relationships because when it comes to same-sex relationships maybe the public is not as open mm. you know visually if they see two people holding hands like, I'm sure you'll be like like double take for a lot of people mm. maybe you have experienced it I mean I wouldn't double take lah, but like maybe other people who are not as open are you very open about you know this sort of public display of affection with your partner then and will you be open to that like for your future partners and stuff like what is your take on it? I've always been hmm, very open with how I am mm-hmm. in public mm-hmm. whether I'm being my own like alone or, or with my partner lah. Yeah. So sorry if I I'll always take reference from my, my previous relationship. No, it's the, fine. The, the, the last one. Um, we did have a conversation about it and we come to a, a con- the consensus is that as long as it doesn't put people off as long as you think about others before self yeah. If there's not a lot of people on the escalator Then usually you will want to like Come wrap your partner in your arms right We can do that mm. We will do that But then if there is a lot of people looking Or like you will see like older people on the escalator uh, Older people around you You scan and then you kind of like Know that they are not quite open You get the vibe You get the yeah, vibe <laughs> Not quite open with this kind of behaviour yeah. Then we will not okay. I think it's very important that Both our partner has uh, aligned mindset But have you gotten like People judging Or Like the very Like you know They are thinking about it And they are like Want to say something to you Or has anyone come up to you Or anything I don't get Stares or, or judgement Like weird judgement Weird stares from people mm. I think Singapore has come a long way mm. I guess we have Slowly been like Normalising such behaviours Such relationships mm-hmm. oh, How about posting on social media? I'm oh. posting on social media oh, How about posting on Instagram You know like You know take the selfie with your <laughs> It's really in, in me right there I like to show it off Hey I'm dating this This person now Yeah Yeah um, You should be proud mm. Of Whoever you are dating If I were ever To date again mm-hmm. uh, I would Ask my partner Whether she's okay Comfortable lah yeah. It's about, all about Like the communication And yeah. understanding What the partner Is okay with Not okay with Cause there's actually A dangerous line Between like Making your relationship public yeah. Getting people involved Getting strangers Like in the, the people on the internet your, Yeah Of relationship It can get a bit to- Toxic So always have that Conversation lor. To end off this video Maybe you can talk A little bit more about um, the LGBTQ plus community in general doesn't have to be on behalf of them, speaking on behalf of them, but more so your own personal experience. Are there any misconceptions or things you feel like you really would like to address? Or is there anything else you would like to see more from this community in Singapore? La? I don't think I will touch more like the misconception. Because okay. I feel that I don't have like enough experiences mm. with being stereotyped, being discriminated. Okay, that's yeah. that's lucky. Eh, that right? is, I, I I I consider myself very lucky. Yeah, that I don't have to go through that. But whoever that been through that, I am sorry. Mm-hmm. And that is also why I'm doing this. Also, 
to for, for our stories to be more relatable. La. What do I like to see more on Singapore's view on LGBT? Sure, right? sure. Right. Speaking from a, a, a digital media industry, what I wish to see is more local YouTubers to have more LGBT representation. La. Try to normalize it mm. because we have all the platforms that you have. We have all the viewers, all, all sort of like each um, watching your, mm. your 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 content and. Y- for TSL, for Zula, there is only this number of people that we are reaching out to. Yeah. But if we can expand it to, let's say, other more established YouTube, local YouTubers are in Singapore, and we can expand to more, more people, then yeah. that will be freaking great. I think that media representation or such representation in platforms like YouTube television for example I think it's very important I mean in Zula we try our best to have that but like I think like you mentioned not a lot of people are very comfortable with you know sharing these opinions on camera so I totally understand that because it's something that if you're not open enough to say like maybe for you Jess you came a long way before you're open enough to share on YouTube but for people who are you know, haven't even accepted, you know, this or even come out 100% in a good place in mind to kind of accept this. I think but it's, I don't it's need hard, people. right? I'm hoping like, I don't need to see people who are in the community to share their stories. More of like people who are acceptive of the community ah, and like share their acceptance okay, okay. towards the community. Right. My goal, I guess, also is to, from creating these kind of videos, is to create a more accepting and kind of respectful environment mm. for people who are in these communities be it the LGBTQ plus community or like any other like more minority communities yeah. yeah that have you know stigmas or stereotypes against them you know we just want these opinions to be shared whether or not you agree with them mm. you can share it respectfully in the comments like yeah. I think having a discussion is great but the way that people put across their opinions there's always um, more tactful ways yeah. to say things yeah, especially when it comes to, you know, sensitive issues like this. To sum it up, I guess, we shared our expectations. Mm. Is there any advice you can give to people uh, who may be in a similar position as you were in the past or are going through similar things as you? Since we really touched a lot on uh, coming out, I really cannot emphasize enough, like, come out at your own timing. Be patient with yourself. Don't rush to come out. Don't, don't, don't come out because of peer pressure. It's the dumbest and the stupidest thing to do because you are not being fair to yourself. Yeah. You are not giving yourself the space, the the comfort, the assurance that you need when you come out out of pressure. Yeah. Come out when you are ready to, when you are financially capable. How would you say financially capable though? Because okay, let's just say uh, I come out then I got chased out of the house. Mm. Who's going to take care of me? Mm. What if, worst case scenario, um, my family or some 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 other people will come out and then the family don't want to like just cut all ties. Yeah. Who's going to take care of you? Yeah. No one's going to take care of you. Even if you came out when you had a partner, maybe, worst case scenario, your partner li- li- leaves you alone, then who's going to take care of you? No one's yeah. going to take care of you. You have to take care of yourself. Yeah. So, you have to be independent uh, and in independent sometimes comes with a price uh. mm. yeah mm. also on the topic of coming out right we don't want it to come off as this video as like okay you coming out is something that you need to do because maybe in your situation it's better if 
You don't. You don't. There are really a lot of people who are like 80 years or 60 years old mm. haven't come out yet. Mm. There is really no need to. You don't need to answer to any other people other than yourself. Yep, yep. If you are fine with that, then you will be fine. La. Coming out is not a cool thing to do. Like, people, <laughs> people come out, that's what I heard la, from like research and like uh, online articles. They come out because it's a cool thing to do. I think it has been sensationalized the point where some people think that, you know, they are influenced by these mm. videos or things they, they, they see online. It's a very big thing, right? That is very in your face. Like, I think it's good. But at the same time, don't just let all that, you know, kind of influence how you want to make your own choices and decisions. Mm. Oh my god! With that said, we have come to the end of the video. Yes! Oh my god! Thank you, Jess, <laughs> for... Thanks for having me, man. No worries. Thank you for sharing your personal story also. Mm. It'll be a good way to, for people to get know you better mm. and also to relate to your stories uh, for those people who can. And be kind in the comments, just yes. saying. I, I will mean, be if, watching you. If you have anything <laughs> hateful to say, also bring, bring it on. La. She say one, not me. Eh. This one entertainment. Yeah. I feel like if you don't, don't have anyone to talk to about this, that kind of thing, I think it's important to have a support system because mental health is very important. And when it comes to these kind of topics, like people don't understand the impact of like keeping something in and how it will affect someone in the long run. And also don't forget to like, share, and, and subscribe. subscribe. Yes. Bye-bye.